The following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome everyone back to our final segment here in this hour, which is flown by with our wonderful Kelly Smith from Care Partners Senior Living. And Kelly and I have been talking about grief. Um, grief is a really, really overwhelming thing and it can be and obviously for our seniors and our loved ones that have got, that are going through it it's a very powerful um you know effect to our system our body our overwhelm and i think part of what i think the message is that we're trying to convey to each and every one of you is number one pay attention um and be available not only to be there, but also take action to be there to support that loved one, to help integrate them into community, but also honor the fact that they need time and they need a process. And um, Kelly, welcome back. And I hope I've kind of summarized our, our last uh, 45 minutes fairly well. Have I not? Absolutely. Okay. So obviously... In this last segment, I would love to talk a little bit about, you know, your interaction with families at this time with the process um, and, um, you know, how you can help families do a better job. Well, for example, one of the things that, that any good community is probably going to want to know is, first of all, how long was the death and how is mom handling it mm-hmm. or dad? Um, has there been any other recent losses in the family that we need to be aware of? Mm-hmm. Um and again, what are some triggers? You know, what are yeah. some things that might really upset mom? We want to make sure we're being very careful around that. So we need families to be really honest. And if they don't know, they don't know. Because maybe it's a new process for them too. And sure. they're still learning how mom's doing. And that's okay. Um, what are some things mom liked to do? Did mom have any activities that she didn't do with dad? Yeah. Right? Because, you know, maybe mom did have a craft group or, a, a you know, a bridge, like I said, bridge or something she went and did that was her and the girls or something. Well, can we mm-hmm. keep that activity going? Yeah, you know what? What are some things we can do to encourage in, in, encourage her to kind of get back on her feet a little bit? Mm-hmm. Um, favorite foods, favorite you know things that music. Is there something that really makes her happy? What can we do? And those mm-hmm. are things we're going to find out. Mm-hmm. Something else families need to really pay attention to though. When mom's in an assisted living community, after she's been there for a minute, she's going to make some friends. Yeah. So what people need to realize too is if mom has had a loss, even if she hasn't had a loss. If, you know, mom and dad have been divorced for 40 years and now mom's living in an assisted living community, doesn't mean she's not going to lose friends at that assisted living community. You still have to not just be like, well, I was just one of the ladies that lived there. You can't do that. You still have to treat it like a loss and you still have to be there for your loved one and see how they're handling it. Mm -hmm. Because you got to remember, they make good friends. These are people they have things in common with. Yeah. You know, so it's not easy to go through those losses in assisted living as well. They lose Mm -hmm. friends. So be kind Mm -hmm. about those kind of losses as well. And some of those losses can actually trigger, you know, feelings of a loss that they went through. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right back to the, right back up in their, you know, right right back up in their nose again. And that's again, so it's like, are you paying attention to these things? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny, you're telling me this story and, I've had the privilege of doing therapy dog visits and how, and especially at care partners properties, we go quite a bit to uh, vineyard park and Bothell and other yep. places. And um, you know, I love the stories that I get from mostly ladies that sit there, but Oh my gosh, last Saturday, there was probably 15 
residents that were in that little lobby. They were all, you know, in a circle and we went around with the dogs. And, and one of the things I, that's interesting is that they share their memories with their spouse and say, well, you know, my husband, when he was alive and, you know, it's interesting with, with therapy dogs, because they kind of allow that heart to be open. And there's this, this element of, they can be vulnerable with the dog. Oh, yeah. They can share these, these loving moments. And, you know, I am so honored to, to be there when, uh, you know, there was one lady uh, last Saturday that said, there's all these amazing activities at Vineyard Park. But one of the things that I really look forward to is connecting with the dogs because I can be, you know, different. I can be myself. I can open up more. And that's the thing I think that's really amazing about the magic of animals. Um, and certainly if your loved one, you know, is an, is an animal lover, um, that we're more than happy to try to come and make a visit in that end as well. And certainly that's an option as well. Yes. Um, sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. So just, it's just basically opening up the, you know, your heart, allowing yourself to process, I guess. And sometimes an animal is a safe way to do that. It Um, it really is. And people can bring like, like I say, if if mom and dad had a favorite dog, but she can't move it into the community because it's a great Dane or a Husky. That doesn't mean you can't bring the dog to visit. Right. You know, and again, right. your, ther- your therapy dogs, I, I, I got to tell you, the joy it brings my residents. Uh, that's why we're, we're excited to have it, you know, out at more of our communities because it, it makes them so, it. there's so much joy. <laughs> and those animals are so pure and so kind. They are. And they know love. them. It's like, we go back every week. And the first thing they'll say is, is my dog. And, you know, dog's name is Whidbey. And they go, Whidbey. And then you walk in and they go, Emma. And they go in. And of course, at my brother-in-law, he has a, a puppy, right? It, that's still in training. And the one lady says, where's the young one? I'm looking <laughs> for the young one. And it's so cute because they, they open up their hearts. And, you know, when I first met them, a lot of them were kind of cranky a little bit, but they, they've like come alive. You know, they've allowed themselves to be more vulnerable with these dogs. And that's the thing that I think is so amazing, but it's not just dogs. It's the, the fact that any kind of animal at certain cases, maybe, maybe mom or dad is in assisted living or a retirement living. Maybe they should have a, a pet, you know, at this time, it might be a good thing to have a small dog that, and it would give them purpose and it would give them outside where the dog has to go to the bathroom. It go. allows them to be, you know, loved and cuddled and have that connection with a pet. So this, this can also be a really good opportunity. It really can. But again, keep in mind the person that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. It's like if somebody showed up here right now with a dog, I'd shoot them. You know, I, I, know. I can't, I, I don't, I don't have the bandwidth to take care of an animal. No. I mean, I already have a fish and a cat. I don't have time for a dog. Well, I, I and you have a huge job, but if you didn't, but if you didn't, but what job. I'm getting at is also, you yeah. know, make sure that when you, when you do this, you know, talk to them, talk to your loved one. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe a dog isn't the right thing for them. Maybe a cat, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they, you know, maybe they would prefer a bird or, you know, a fish. Yeah. But I mean, you're right. Having something to take care of can also take some of the stress off of it. It's not going to replace the person, No. but it can also give you, again, something to do to give mm-hmm. you again, some purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, and again, if mom was also a faith-based person, don't take her church away just because she's um, in an assisted living. If no. there's things they need that also bring them comfort, you got to make sure those things stay yeah. consistent in their lives. Well, and I think the other side of that is don't take the, the church away, but also notify the clergy. Are there, you know, who who obviously is there to support them saying, you know, Mary has just lost Joe and we want to make sure that Mary is comforted, notify her, her place of worship, you know, have the, you know, the outreach staff from the, the community come and visit her. I mean, you guys have this amazing private dining room in a lot of your locations, yep. right. And you could do a, you know, a little get to, you know, a little private dinner for the, for Mary and her church group Absolutely. or something like that. Yeah. Most so those are some would things love to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing I think that is so valuable about what you offer is you really bring the community together and bring the community in. And that's what I see with your organization. And not only that, but, oh my gosh, there's so many things that you do from the outside, like, you know, with, with 12 days of goodness and, and, you know, touching hearts, you do things in the community by supporting um, the Alzheimer's association and what families are going through right now with many cases, the loss of a loved one through Alzheimer's. Um, Those are the kind of things that I think, you know, when you are, are, you know, focused and mindful of the ways in which people are feeling, I think you guys do an amazing job. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm very proud of my teams. Um, very kind, loving, warm people who really do get attached to these people. Yes. yes. And, you know, and that's another loss that we deal with all the time. You got to remember caregivers who've been fighting hard to take care of this person and keep them happy and healthy. Mm-hmm. And then they lose that person. That's another loss in your building because yeah. caregivers take that. They take that hard. Yeah, they, you know, they can attach to these folks I and mean, you want them to, the more you love them, the better care you're going to take of them. Absolutely. Right? So you want them to get attached to them. You, you mm-hmm. like the fact that they love these guys and it hurts, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it hurts when you lose a resident. And, it and does. so, you know, there, there's a lot that goes on with this. Um, but I love the fact that it never changed. Some of the best advice I ever got from an executive director one time is I looked at her after losing a resident that I was so fond of. And I said, does this ever get easier? She goes, I hope not. Wow. She goes, because the day you can handle this, you can't, you shouldn't do it anymore. Yeah. And she was yeah. right. Cause that means you don't care anymore. Yeah. You and know? yet so in, in, in communities, you have so many communities. It happens probably every day. Somebody loses somebody. And, and that, you know, a lot of these residents have been there for a long time and, oh, yeah. you know, it's, they become family to you and certainly to lose them is, it's just tears at your heart. It, it does. And watching, watching what the families go through and a surviving spouse goes through, it's hard on everybody. Mm-hmm. But again, mm-hmm. what I like to see in those communities, and it's not just care partners, right. you know, I'd love to just say we're the only ones, but we're not. There's great companies out there full of kind, caring people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when you see them come together around that person and support them through this tough time and get them not just the basics that they're getting paid to do, 
-hmm. but the heartfelt, I care about you above and beyond. When you get to see that, it renews your faith in people again. Absolutely. I I couldn't agree with you more, Kelly. And I am so glad we've talked about this topic because I think it's some things that I hope each and every one of our listeners are thinking about, thinking about those that they know that may have lost a loved one you know, recently in the last year, what can you do? What can we do as a community to just reach out and let them know that we care? And um, I'm so glad we had this conversation today. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Till next week, be good to each other. The preceding podcast was provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Care Partners Living, go to carepartnersliving.com. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Wayshowers who will help your journey go a lot easier.